Olivia Sambo here. Welcome and thank you for tuning into my podcast. To be creative is a dream for many of us, but we seldom allow ourselves the space or the permission to listen to our creative voice and give it an outlet. But the next person I'll be chatting to knew from a very young age that for her, life is all about being creative. She embarked on a creative career as a designer more than 30 years ago and has never looked back. She is probably one of the most creative people I have ever met. Whether you need a dress on a budget or you need an extravagant over-the-top design, she is definitely your go-to person. Today we'll be talking about her business and the impact COVID-19 had on it. My name is Diana. I run, well, I ran a very successful design company dressmaking, doing wedding dresses, and then, well, South African coronavirus hit us. When you say you ran a very successful business, you work from home. Yeah, I'm self-employed for the last 30 years. I built myself up with very long hours, very hard work, and within a space of two weeks, we went from very lucrative orders working hard to being locked down and an income of no which was very very hard to take it was a very big shock to the system and has had endless and a lot of repercussions in the way you deal with everyday life now because as long as i've known you and i've known you for quite a while you have never been in this situation like i've always been telling you like you are one of those dressmakers designers that when someone finds you you don't leave you always had return business you 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 were also in that position where you could say no i can't do this now you have you actually had a waiting list so to go from that to where we are now it must have had a huge impact on you it did have a very huge impact to know um that the orders are lying there i have physical wedding dresses wedding outfits families, bridesmaids, mothers um, that are physically hanging here but at the moment are considered dead weight without events to be planned, events, dates, there's not an income. Although I do have a lot of business, forthcoming business for March and so next year, which we hope then we, we will have then. But it is very hard to know that the income is now, now gone from a planned income to not knowing what you're going to do on a weekly basis. Although it's given me an opportunity as well, thanks to um, very dear friends of mine, to look into other avenues of business opportunities and then to approach your daily thinking, your daily planning about your income, about the livelihood, the way you plan your budgets, given you the opportunity now to rethink certain situations also in the way forward after the current because it's, I mean this lockdown is not going to be forever it might be for a very long time but it won't be forever and to rethink how you're going to establish yourself a year from now six months from now although it's been hard to swallow it hasn't been a bad thing all the way around to take a financial knock it takes an emotional toll on you so then how do you get from that space where you're like this is happening to into that space of what am I going to do about it? How do you move from the one point to the next? Um, That takes a very, very big mind shift because I literally went in from 
the week that we went into lockdown, that very first weekend, being the 4th of April, I had a very big wedding on the books, which was completely shut down. And going from that, you know, my life is literally, it sounds very blase, but to say it literally came to a standstill. And it gave me two weeks of not knowing where. So you start looking at opportunities, things that I had in-house, things that I could make, things that I could generate an income from, for myself, but also the way forward on maybe I should rethink certain things about my life, about do I want to work the hours that I've been working all this time, knowing that something like this is going to be a win. That takes a very, very big mind shift. And there is a lot of depression and anxiety that comes from that which we all went through, myself included, but you get to the state where you think you have to get up, you have to put yourself together and start small. Don't think where I was two, three weeks ago with a lucrative business, my income is going to hit that again. It will in a year. It might take me two or three years again. Although, as I say, I have a lot of functions and weddings already planned for next year, but the mind shift of saying I have to start small, so you have to rebudget rework your finances and start with little things be it an alteration be it doing something else for somebody else that just gives you a couple of rand to make you think yes but you can survive this takes an incredible amount of, of physical effort as well as emotional effort there are too many guys that have spoken to us well all of this it's not a one-man bank no do you find that networking also played a huge role for you to move to the next level? It did, it did. Um, as I say, from very dear friends through contacts, even through clients, I've been able to sustain myself and have found other outlets of a simple thing that I thought, okay, I can do this. And out of other areas that of people, as you say, in your network space, they think, oh, but this is something that maybe she can do and have sent on information to my side, which has been very helpful and fortunately for me, very lucrative because they had the opportunity to see stuff. They had the um, mindset to keep me in mind to say, but this might be something that you can and stuff that I've made in the meantime, where I've been able to generate an income just by being in the thoughts of people that I work for or have been clients of myself in, in the last couple of years that have thought, oh, but this is a good idea and pass on that information. And without those networking contacts of sustainable relationships and not having a once-off client has been very, very helpful in the sun because people have been sending me information from their side, knowing also that they in a, in a situation which they have to look after, but knowing I would also be in there because my business would also be standing still. So having that kind of connection with people has also been very, very, very helpful. Because you just mentioned the key word, relationships. Yeah. You can have a huge network, but no relationships. But your whole business was based on relationships yeah. with your clients. Because of the way that I also work with my clients, they not, as I say, retail also becomes different. It's more a one-on-one -on -one and you become the confident in planning a wedding, being emotionally involved. Although it's, the, the whole, they always say the key role is emotion and business doesn't go. Depending, I don't really agree with that because depending on what business, 
I can't be one-sided and um, standoffish when I'm dealing with a bride who's going through a crisis because her fingernail broke and it's a week from her wedding or the hair color didn't work or the family is arguing or the bridesmaid is now pregnant. You go through a lot of emotions where you have to be there and stand by them mm -hmm. as a stronger outside pillar to give them the strength to carry on knowing that whatever they're going through is also going to affect your business because the emotional side you can give to the or the emotional support you can give to somebody like that will then reflect on the on the further business that they give you the references they give you go to this woman she'll understand you can talk to her you can feel comfortable with her if you're not comfortable with your body you can talk to her about it. things like that because they understand by giving references they also know you as a person which means that relationship with people emotionally as well as business-wise um, does grow and that's how you grow a business in my eyes. And also the one thing we cannot forget to mention, the quality of your work. Well. <laughs> because <laughs> honestly it's like the stuff I've seen you made, it, it just it just it blew my mind away. So it boils down at the end of also with relationships the quality of what you deliver thank you that's very nice to hear because um every every item it's not even just a dress it's an item um my love goes into it and i just go from the point of if you're going to do something do it well or just don't do it because you if you're just going to do it then it becomes a job and it's not your passion. My passion is working with people and I'm fortunate enough to be able to connect with people on a very emotional side in some of the most difficult times because planning a wedding in nobody's eyes is a day trip to fun food. Nobody sees it. And to be able to then give them something and from your side give them the quality as well um, means a lot, as I say. Otherwise, just don't do it. You know, <laughs> because weddings, like you just said, it's extremely emotional. And for uh, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a birthday party, uh, christening, those are huge events in people's mm. lives. Are there certain memories that just stand out for you? There are many over the years. I mean, for 30 years, I've got a, a number of favorites, a number of emotional stuff that I've dealt with. Um, being close to to somebody um first 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 birthdays um recently um she's become a very dear friend of mine as well recently i just had a bride who had a very emotional wedding from the beginning halfway through the wedding or the planning she became pregnant baby was born at um just under seven months we pushed you did the wedding did the icu um he is now a strapping little boy of four months he's absolutely gorgeous but to have those memories and then you don't um remember the wedding itself you remember the package being the person being the family being the emotions and being the friendship that you eventually get out of it i can give you a number of examples over the 30 years of really people that have become more than just clients as I say, that's based on the relationship that you build and you know they the for the referrals that you get and and things like that. 
and it's also enriching to my life to see the happiness and the joy when they when they stand there and it's something that I know I can be proud of. You've been doing this for 30 years. So Forever. <laughs> nothing happens overnight. Absolutely not. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to make some money. Yay! <laughs> but that's not the reality. No. When did you reach the moment when you realized now I can breathe? I think I was about seven years in before I could say, yes, I have done it. Um, I can make this a sustainable business. For the first seven years, it sounds ridiculous, but not knowing where every month is coming from, not knowing what you're going to do this time next year is absolutely frightening. It took a good seven years to do that. It was emotionally draining to have to fight for every single thing that you do every single month. And I can't even say that I can now 100% say to you I'm successful because I work the oddest hours. And when you work for yourself, you do put in those extra hours. You have sometimes very unconventional hours because you, I'm the flexible one against people that are working set hours. So yes, I sometimes have very um, odd hours, but then I also compensate myself with days off when everybody else is at work, which is a good advantage. But as I say, it's not a case of that I can now after 30 years say, yes, I'm completely successful. I know what I'm doing every minute. I know what I'm doing every month. Because it takes a little thing now, like a tiny little virus we cannot see, to put everything that I've worked for pretty much to a standstill within two weeks. I know coming out of this, I actually spoke to a client this morning about her wedding and about her mother and her mother-in-law's outfits and things like that for November. The planning is still there. I know I'm going to survive this. It's going to be hard because I don't have the backup that I did, but you can never 100% say you are 100% successful. Not if you're trying to grow something on a daily basis. What kept you going and what is keeping you going at the moment? What kept me going and what's keeping me is absolute pure terror, um, the unsurety and also the positivity knowing that I was a lot worse off before and I've made it up to here. I've got the client base, I've got the relationship, I've got the trust from people in myself and that also keeps me going to know that I can pick up and carry on. It might not be as easy as it was two months, three months ago, but I know that I'm going to make a success of it. I've done it once and it's a cliche, I know, but if you can do it once, you can do it again because, and that is purely self-centered because it's on yourself that you can base, are you strong enough to stand up and do it again? And yes, I am. I've done it once. Do it again. You know, there are still people who believe. Have you ever heard the question, why don't you get a job? What would your answer be to that? Because I have a job. <laughs> because my job to you is something that I like and you don't like yours. We both work hard. We both, in, in definition of a job is working hard and getting rewarded in a monetary 
you think? The only difference is we both have jobs. I just seem to like mine more than you do yours. <laughs> is there anything else you would have done differently? Career-wise, no. I've had tough times. It's been hard. It's been difficult. But no, I wouldn't change a thing. Knowing the situation the country's in now, for security-wise, it would have maybe been interesting to be able to say, I'll work at home for a month and get half of my salary and sit on my couch for three weeks. Didn't work that way. To know that there is a company who is financially backing you, working at home or not working at home, people got paid. Not having that security, no, I still wouldn't have done it anything differently. You know, everyone is looking for advice. And for some reason, people think, oh, if I know how you did it, so maybe I can copy that. And it seems like a cheesy question, but what is the advice that you would give to someone who has the idea to start a business or who, and it has never been done before, who's starting out now, or for those who really have businesses to go forward? The only advice, the, the solid ground advice, I would say, and everybody always says, believe in yourself and you know you can do it. The solid advice I would give is go out from the point of tell yourself you're a failure and make yourself prove it differently. And that was Diana.